Hey guys. Good morning, good evening, afternoon. Anytime you're listening to this actually is cool. Um I hope you guys are cool. Just wanted to say thank you real quick. Um all the comments, all the guys that are reaching out. I I, I just think it's it's amazing. Yeah. Well, we'll still talk at the end. Let's just hop right into it, right? But one question that I know I want to address. <laughs> is um a lot of people asking why why reason army why the reason army and i don't know i just think you i just think it's cool right um what is an army an army is an army is made up of warriors i know that's not like an accurate definition but (laughs) an army an army is made up of warriors and who is a warrior the warrior is just it's like a google definition though but a warrior is a brave or experienced soldier or fighter and i like how this scripture in particular joel 3 9 to 11 talks about warriors it says say to the nations far and wide get ready for war call out your best warriors let all your fighting men advance for the attack hammer your plowshares into swords and your pruning pruning hooks into spears Train even your weaklings to be warriors. Come quickly, all you nations everywhere, gather together in the valley. And now, O Lord, call out your warriors. Uh, I think as Christians, we are warriors. We're just a different kind. Um, We are warriors in God's kingdom. Quite all right. Ephesians 6, 13 to 18 tells us, to put on the full armor of God, you know, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, belt of truth, sword of the spirit, the feet prepared um, with the gospel of peace, all of that, right? And as different warriors now, like heavenly warriors, we need to be aware of our enemy. That same Ephesians 6 verse 12, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Our enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy and I think he does this through any or a combination of the three major forces or gods if you will. And they are greed, power and lust. And I don't think that there's any warrior that just says, oh, yes, I just want to be exposed. Yes, I want to not wear my armor. I just want to run around and be potentially potentially killed. Yes, I want to be destroyed. I don't think there's any warrior that just really says, oh, yes, I just, for, I just want to abandon my guard, my duty, and, you know, just feel powerless and without confidence. But yet it happens. It happens it happens to even good people and it happened to me but i and i know a lot of people are really curious because this episode ah a lot of people are saying that they're really they're really ready for it and yeah we would well i would spill a bit but let's let's just pray <laughs> so heavenly father we thank you for today thank you for yet another chance to share your word Thank you for all that you've done for us thus far. Father, Lord, we ask that you please come and speak to us and speak through us. Holy Spirit, come and walk in us and through us. And at the end of the day, may all glory be unto your name. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, I mentioned three things. Greed, power, lust. I think for me, the major one, definitely lost. <laughs> so, I remember my... Hmm... <laughs> I remember my first experience with porn. I think I think I was around like 10 thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened was it was I think it was a Sunday. I just got back from church and I think it was just me and I think my three of my sisters they were at home too. I think one was in the kitchen, one was sleeping in her room and then the other just was using her laptop but then she just dozed off in the parlor <laughs> so i and that particular one i used to love to use her laptops to play games zuma was the in thing then on pc so i just really wanted to do that and i remember like i don't know what i clicked on honestly you know how probably maybe you're in an application and then you click on something I, I see i just don't know what i did but then the computer just went to a porn site and i remember seeing that and i was so confused i was like okay so that's what like this ah and there was like this serious rush of excitement right like oh like this is somehow so cool but then i just knew it was wrong so there was like a rush of excitement but then it was quickly followed by guilt and shame right and i feel like for me it was worse that feeling of shame continued more because when i saw it and i knew okay this is wrong i should probably report to my eldest sister that was in the kitchen um something in me just stopped me like no let's just you know let's just let's just chill let's just experiment and i'm holding the laptop rather i'm seated on the floor with the laptop the, um, my sister that owns the laptop is there just sleeping beside me i'm holding this laptop scrolling through without even thinking this babe could wake up and just be like what in the actual hell is going on <laughs> you know and it, was, it, it just it was just a really really bad kind of thing and i felt worse because i stayed there and i stood in it and yeah it was just bad and that experience although i didn't know it but it was sort of like the start of a uh well a slippery slope if you will and a battle that continued even into sort of, i think my late teens yeah so question would you say that i'm a bad person or i'm, I'm a person that did a bad thing because anytime i remember that that scenario that's just something that pops into my head but anyway i can i can just hear hey i can just hear like the religious people and then like even like the normal people that people from my past and people that are even in my present and if you're in the future and you're listening to this you probably have like some very deep opinions about me now and everybody's like ah this boy or uh, why are you saying this out loud or like why why are you even doing this because the thing is i feel like people don't especially in like the christian community people don't have these type of conversations they kind of like shy away from it it's something that's just very hush hush you don't talk you know that you shouldn't do it but like people don't talk about this like to be honest and believe me people are hurting like people are hurting bad bad 
bad bad so um and i checked out something on twitter recently just before like recording this um a couple of christian people did a poll i think it was on this very same topic and what we found out was most people encounter they have their first encounter guys but i'm talking about guys the girls are i mean they, they, are, they can obviously relate to this but I'm, I'm talking primarily to the guys most guys encounter like porn for the first time or some sexual activity for the first time between 10 to 14 years and that's really young and the average battle like porn battle all of that is used for about five to nine years for guys so yeah it really is a problem because the numbers don't lie right and i know um most people they tend to feel like especially people that are in that sphere of life they tend to feel like you god isn't chill with me now you know like we're not guys but one thing that i loved in this series that we're doing is we're going to look back at history right we're looking at the present at least with real life experiences and then we're also looking at history you know so last week i spoke about being scared to even proceed and now i think now you have a sense of why i was sort of scared well not just about like how people would perceive everything but even opening up and sharing experiences but um last week we also when i was talking about being scared um i think the title of that was i'm scared yeah we're talking about david we use david as a brilliant example and you know david the really strong guy that wasn't scared you know he just seems to be getting everything right apple of god's eyes the psalmist he's a musician you know he's a worshiper he's dancing so seriously for god he's a leader he's a warrior really but then the funny thing is we see um when we remember david right the first thing that comes up is goliath and after goliath the second for most people it's that um the babe what's her name but sheba yes I, I can't believe i almost forgot her name yeah first people remember goliath then they remember bet right and we're just going to delve a little bit more on david so that account is second samuel i think the whole of like 11 and 12 right but then i just want to read a couple of verses from there being that we can't read everything most of us already even know the story so that's fine so i'll just read verse 1 and verse 4 of chapter 11 it says in the spring of the year the time when kings go out to battle david sent joab and his servants with him and all israel and they ravaged the ammonites and besieged rabbah but david remained at jerusalem verse 4 so david sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her that's Bathsheba. um now she had been purifying herself from uncleanness then she returned to her house so basically the story david was meant to go to battle he didn't go to battle you could actually pause and read the chapter if you want to he was meant to go to battle he didn't go to battle um he was at the rooftop and maybe collecting breeze or whatever he was at the rooftop and then he saw this lady having her bath consumed with lust he sent someone to call her had his way with her killed her husband um 
married her and then just like a whole slew of events that later transpired but not to get too deep into like the facts of the story i was i just want to bring out like the key things that i sort of saw um from the story um four major number one um don't be where you shouldn't be right so verse one says in the spring of the year that's in the springtime the the time when kings go out to battle david sent joab and his servants with him basically david didn't go david was in the wrong place at the wrong time i believe that there's a time for everything and when i look back at my own personal experience a little bit of what i shared i remember that yeah i was actually in the wrong place maybe i was, I was in the right place i mean <laughs> i was obviously at home but like it was the wrong time do you understand and um i think the irony of it was that i think my mom told me to do something something like read my bible or or some or something like christian or god inclined that i was told to do and i was like putting it off and that's how i now even stumbled upon that because i was putting it off yet for some people they can't relate because their experiences when it comes to this whole sphere of life is different but i think for me it even transpired more than being where you shouldn't be to not even taking the right steps of okay i I probably messed up this person's laptop and all of this is now on it. I don't know how, like reporting. But instead I said, oh no, let me just still stay and look at all of that. And that's, I think, the beginning of where we start to get it wrong. Because we start to get messed up when we aren't doing what we are supposed to do. When we aren't in the places that we're supposed to be. When we aren't fighting the battles that we're meant to be fighting and we're distracted by other things the second thing that i saw really quickly was um you know he covered it with lies and with more bad stuff right so he already made a mistake with having a way with the lady but then he he killed her husband and then he still even lied to samuel like all of that really so there's a common adage that goes um, the eyes are the windows to the soul right so when you see it you want it you go after it but it's always really like a slippery slope to me so for me that event um way back it was like oh wow okay all of this exists you know really caught up in all of that and all but then i know that it's something that even let's even say that year it wasn't really that much of like a big deal but then i know that those images and those things and that fire that now started to burn transpired into like the later years and that's why you see like a common um, trend for people like that's where it starts from okay you're watching like masturbate and you're watching them porn from porn you know i think yeah i was even caught ah i can't i can't believe i forgot to say that i was caught i was caught like it's not i was like two or three years after to show you how deep it was i was caught and i was caught by my dad and everybody in the house knew um because how he knew was because then it wasn't like i was in my own laptop i was in the house desktop like his own desktop at home so i was actually caught by him and um 
was such a very bad thing you know i felt like i let everybody down nobody was almost happy with me like normal bands you know all of that that you'd expect but then being that i was so engrossed in this thing i still continued and like i said the normal trend you know you move from porn from porn you move to masturbation then transpires into like sex and then like just other things pretty much so it really doesn't help right when you try to when you don't when you try to cover up things with lies or, or with more bad stuff because i knew that that was like what it was for me i was like oh no it's not me it was a virus virus okay like there was nothing i didn't say get and because i tried to do that my heart was in the in like the right place and these things just drag and drag and it really goes deeper the third one was um being overconfident so i probably see this guy as going oh no my commander can handle it um you know all these people they can do it they've been doing it before all of that and for me over the years sometimes it was always uh, i can handle it you know i can stop if i want to it, that that's really never what happens first corinthians 10 12 you have to go back to bible before you would think that i'm just <laughs> something else first corinthians 10 12 says so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you don't fall Proverbs 16, 18 says pride goes before destruction and I believe that that's it's when we feel there's usually that point, right? Anybody that's experienced it will be able to relate where you just feel like, oh no you try to tell yourself this thing isn't in control of me, I'm in control of it, I can't stop having sex probably when I want to and all of that but nah, nah that's not, that's not necessarily the case um yeah when we feel like we're overconfident like we can handle things and all of it it doesn't work out then the last part when you don't identify the wound so i have seen the things that um yield in porn and sex and lustful thoughts and all of that but i i just think that there's something deeper right there is sort of like a wound causing it so let's look at david prior to this incident he had many wives like wives notes the plural so it's not that maybe he didn't have anyone he could be with or anyone that wasn't let's say even beautifully not yeah sorry enough but i think it was actually an intimacy issue and the more i search on this whole topic this whole lost topic and all of that I, the more i see that it's actually an intimacy issue because there was a yearning for something that was true and deep that the rest just wasn't having and honestly i can relate to that because um being hooked on um all of that before is was for me primarily because it was like an intimacy issue not being just not having that right and i believe that that's why most of all these sites and even like escorts they make a lot of money like these guys are cashing out big time 
Yeah, because they get people to have that. It's being just they're selling you on that idea of yeah, we get you. We just want we understand you and we understand all your tastes. We just want you to have an amazing time. You know all of that. But see, it's a lie. It's like a lie from the pit of hell. Like bro, sis, whichever. See, I know you most likely know this by now, but most of those things i'm talking for porn now it's mostly just performance it's like acting they don't care it's like all an act there are a yeah there are a couple of documentaries on netflix about what really goes down in that industry you'd be surprised like perhaps you could check it out like let me just leave you that it's it's not real the intimacy is fake and somehow we all know this right because having that sex it only just fills you for a while and before you know it, you're empty. You need to rush again. Or watching porn once. There's nobody that says, oh, I just watched. No. There, it forms a repeat activity. There. So it, it kind of like becomes routine. But deep down, you just know that you're not satisfied. And that's really how it starts. You know, it's like the ripple effect. The way I see it. Because I remember back then, I used to try to convince myself that, oh, okay, what I'm doing... You know, it's all right. Sex is all right. You know, I'd even go like, wow, I'm really going all out on this podcast. <laughs> um, um, that I'd really go on like websites, and then I'll try to read, and then I'll see, especially like Western websites, to be honest, and then I'll see stuff where people they'll say, oh no, the sex is healthy. That you should totally do it. It's a nice way of opening yourself up to whoever you like. You feel strongly for or even if you don't feel strongly for anybody let's say it's just like a random person but anyway like um shall hear that the porn and masturbation it's healthy and all of that and i would fill myself up with all of that garbage and i started to see the pattern form like now i can see the pattern like form like clearly where you're moving from okay just watching porn to masturbation probably sex to now even seeing women in, like in just a such in such like an objectifying manner where you're just seeing people as just like tools of pleasure instead of like actual people and i believe that if you just continue you start to now have like some very weird stupid fetishes and then you you have like people just go local right and some people feel like Jinedu, that's that's a stretch you from when you've reached here, but it's actually the truth. Okay, so I had <laughs> I had the chance to speak with someone who battled with fornication and all of that, all the likes that I've explained before. And um before now, he's married now and he's a Christian. And this guy let me know that you know people think that when you're dealing with stuff like this when you're married you know like that sorry that marriage is the answer right and when you you're married all of that just kind of fades away that he was expecting that ah you know he has married fine girl you know he was going to get them sex 24 hours a day seven days a week 52 weeks a year and you know all the attention and all of that but just burst the bubble and it's like which i mean if, if you have sex you know it doesn't work that way 
you know and because he didn't properly heal that wound that existed that even led to all of that in the first place he went back to it and that led to adultery and it just really became like a terrible slippery slope he everything is sorted out now but i'm just like pointing out the like the main essence of like that story is just to show that there is a wound right that thing for intimacy is really deep and if it's not left and if sorry and if it's left um unattended to it just brings all the terrible things that we've kind of talked about plus some other things that we even didn't it brings shame it brings guilt it brings that feeling of condemnation you know you feel like you're no longer a warrior you feel like um you're no longer good like you're no longer a warrior and in some sense you're right because now you're a slave but you're just a slave to lust the god of lust you're a slave to your flesh and then you find yourself sort of like me back then and some other people in that cycle of i won't do it again but then you find yourself like doing it again i won't lie and then you find yourself lying again and all of that and i get it it's hard especially in this world that we live in now where everything kind of points you toward that direction of you should totally do this it's fine and all that but we are called to be warriors we are different we are set apart god's chosen people called to live in righteousness with all our being not just some part of us all our being so the big question here is now so what do we do right um I actually think I say right a lot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I think the first thing to do is actually to call it what it, what it is. Don't sugarcoat poison. So, at, it's like, and that's what we're seeing in this culture, right? We have people that, like, this thing is poison. But then we'll just say, ah, we don't want to call it poison. So, let's just remove the wrapper, like, the branding on it. On like sniper let's say sniper for instance we'll just remove the branding the nylon around it and then we'll just put the branding of maryland cookies or no no cookies won't work for sniper we'll put the branding of say like juice around it and we'll call it juice and we'll probably keep it in like a fridge and allow it to get cool it doesn't stop changing the branding doesn't stop the content from being what it is it's still poison actually it's even more effective now that you've changed it because someone is more likely to take it than when it was just normal poison call it what it is fam poison is poison the sin is sin like just be real with yourself right this is a problem this is a lost problem call it what it is the second thing i think for me is to remember who you have and we have jesus we have someone who has made a way out romans 8 11 it says the spirit of god who raised jesus from the dead lives in you and just as god raised christ jesus from the dead he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you so we have someone who understands i keep on telling people this we have someone that understands we have someone that is greater we have that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living in us. And when we have this, when we remember who exactly it is that we have, then it gives us the courage to introspect. 
so then we need to go back and say okay so what exactly is this that is really causing me to want to do this what is that deeper thing what is that wound and i think wounds can be different to be honest for some people like i said it's intimacy i know for some other people it was like a very terrible sexual past some people that were molested some people that were abused you know different things but then the key thing is to say okay what exactly is that wound what exactly is that thing that you know is sort of causing all of this then i think the next would be to set your game plan and this is kind of like the most important to me for me the next series of things that are going to be said but then a caveat to this you need to know that you are only as good as you are honest to yourself right so the first thing under that is to know where you are vulnerable what are your triggers what are the things that make you start to feel this way right for me i know that something that can encourage this um those type of habits my phone ah my phone because i'm see i can be and i'm an avid googler like <laughs> and i have a knack for finding things that people don't even know like and we know how they say you have that one friend just give the person like first name and then you find who you're looking for i feel like that's me so i know how to really maneuver across social media and um, find the stuff on the internet all, all of that type of stuff right and i know because i know myself i know that okay this has actually been a trend with my phone i'm very able to find out a lot of stuff like a lot of stuff <laughs> so what's the sensible thing to do step to set up brown um, boundaries so since i know it's my phone for instance i know that i filter my content i set up um blocks on my phone i filter my social media i filter my contacts like out with the old in with the new which by the way i feel like that's something that people should do more often if especially if you're within this sphere of life you, you should definitely do that there are some relationships that need to be cut so i filter my contacts um i cancel dms if you are a sister and uh, in my dms um big head fine boy um those are good by the way <laughs> those are those are all right but then like the conversation is now moving towards like a very sexual nature you're cancelled like you're cancelled and i wouldn't even want to do that so you are cancelled and i can just i can just hear some people go ah like this guy is it that deep like just just relax and to the to answer the question it's not that deep but it really is because you need to be careful because it's one day that somebody can use to just fall in the words of my friend that has introduced me to this way of talking, it be real things, like it be things, <laughs> cause yeah. Let I let's check out this thing. First Peter five eight, right? It says, "Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. This guy is not resting." He's not. He's he's there. He's just waiting for you to sleep the tiniest slip thing and then you know pounce. So yeah, why not just be prepared? A warrior needs to be prepared 
for battle so why not just be prepared i think the third thing that we could do for the game plan would be to confess so confessing is twofold number one you're confessing to god and then number two you're confessing to your to like your fellow believer and i like to think of it this way no great army can work without unity of the soldiers and great leadership from its commander and that's why it's an army it's like a unit like they're all together and then they have someone that is leading like nothing can work well without a leader right so let's check out exodus 15 verse 3 it says the lord is a warrior the lord is his name so god himself has said that yes he is a warrior but then when we check out hebrews 4 14 to 16 which is a really nice um, thread of scriptures that I, I absolutely love i think i say this this part of the bible a lot <laughs> it says seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need see summary god gets it fam like god gets you i i keep on telling a lot of my friends in recent times like don't think he doesn't understand and that's that's one thing that i feel like a lot of people have issues with when they think of god they think of oh like one like real real our father some someone that's just in heaven just perfect he can't get it no he can get it and that's even one of the reasons why he did come so that he could by all means say i get it i understand probably not in like the, the same time his timing was different but trust me he gets it if david can get it with what we're saying then how much more jesus christ who is not even limited by time or by space right so you need to confess to god and you need to confess to your fellow human beings i never okay i just realized i haven't even told you how this that episode of my life ended so i remember i was in uni then and then i think that and it's in uni right that you have friends that have terabytes of porn (laughs) god thank god for growth so um there was this time you know i was just i was just really watching it um i felt very dirty i felt very bad one day like one particular day i felt like i just felt very heavy and I just I just remember feeling like God was telling me this guy are you not tired like aren't you aren't you done with this type of lifestyle especially when and you know the thing about being for someone like me that I am really quiet and like super reserved if you see me on a normal day you probably be like oh this this maybe people tell me i look smart but okay uh this smart boy probably just be like he just reads books all day and all of that and all but that's the thing with people like this they tend to have when they have different lives 
nobody knows so they wouldn't know the girls they wouldn't know what you're watching they wouldn't know all of that so it was like you're living like a double life so i felt god telling me aren't you actually tired of living a double life aren't you tired of all this deceit all of this every every and i literally broke down in tears like i kid you not i i prayed like god please i've done all this rubbish come and save me like actually come and help and I just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders to be honest with you but then the real deal when i knew that it was stamped it was sealed like okay this is what's up was when i confessed to someone else so this if you're in backpack you know backpack uni shout out to be you guys um you know p3 church outside school p3 so I am my friend, best friend actually, Uzo. Shout out to Uzo again. <laughs> so Uzo and I were going to P3, and I remember this day. It was uh, it was such. The beginning of that day was terrible. So we both entered the bike. We both wanted to. We missed the bus going to church. So we both entered the bike um, to go to the bus, and the track that wore tore like it was bad. It was it was terrible. And I was just like, I was already upset. I didn't want to go again. But somebody was like, this boy, just go, just go. So I remember I went. And that day, that day I met someone that um, she was giving a testimony. And I thought it was actually kind of odd. Saying Babcock to them too, I thought it was kind of odd. Because when she started, I was like, ah this babe like everybody yeah your gist or you cast <laughs> like don't you know and it was just really cool like to hear her story her name is Onose by the way um so she shared her story of how like she was also within that sphere of life with the girls the guys like with everything that was going on and how she had to confess and then like how God had worked on her and how things that happened behind the scenes. Just basically, she shared her story. And I was in awe. I was like, wow, this this, this, this was so brave. I was still shocked. Though. I was like, oh my, you're just too cast. But I was like, ah, this, was, this was really cool, right? It was really cool. And then to really see that this person has changed so much. It was like really refreshing and that was the day that i think someone she was actually starting like a purity club and for guys that are saying okay I, I actually want to now walk in this path and i want to devote all of my being into like being righteous for god in that light you want to like be celibate you want to have like a, like focus on your purity walk and all of that and i signed up but then it took like months till actually both of us actually had a conversation. And see, knowing Onose, big blessing in my life. We still fight. If you're probably listening to this, well, we're not guys, but I love you. <laughs> I love you. And yeah, I just, I thought it was really beautiful. James 5, 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working people underestimate how how much 
um, people underestimate how much we can help each other, especially in our growth as Christians. They just believe, oh, it's just me and God, you know, we're just doing this. No, no, it doesn't work like that. We're made for com- community. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, really popular one. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We all need help. And that's why we are, we are an army. This fight isn't solo. We're all in this together, right? And the, I said right again. And the last one, be vigilant. So I'm sure some people will now look at me like, with everything you've heard so far, your, your mind has probably changed from, ah, this may do. I don't even know what to think of you again. And from that to, um, this guy is just, this guy has sports. From that to maybe now thinking they do spiritual core, whatever it is, right? And I know one thing that one thing that scared that made me laugh when because I, I usually have these conversations with people in person too, not just like podcasts, because I feel like these are conversations that need to be had. And then the person thought, oh, that you know, being the way I am now have no impure thoughts you know it's just me and jesus and the holy spirit like all day two four seven nothing crossing my mind etc and i told has i just laughed because i'm like that's absolutely wrong you know we spoke about the armor of god a little earlier so i just just remember that right genesis 4 7 it says if you do what is right will you not be accepted this was god talking to cain by the way if you do what is right will you not be accepted but if you do not do what is right sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you but you must rule over it james 4 7 funny how both of them are 4747. <laughs> James 4 7 it says, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. These two things are telling us that number one, you can actually conquer this. You can actually conquer the devil. He in fact he has actually been conquered. So you're just walking in the victory of Christ. Right? But then it's left to us to say, Okay, I don't want to entertain the possibility of that sin so that i don't have this enemy crouching at my door ready let me just even just like defeat it all at once stay on guard like like the warrior that you are the enemy always try to use different means to just come and surprise you but then you need to be vigilant and how do i be vigilant i i am i become vigilant when i submit myself to god so what does he do when I submit myself to God, let's check out Psalm 144, verses 1 and 2. It says, Praise be to the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, who subdues peoples under me. Well, now, not not people's per se in this context that we're talking about but like you you know that you know you shall get what we mean god trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle when i submit myself to god and his ways the holy spirit trains me in prayer trains me in worship he literally helps me in the renewing of my mind so that purity work that i'm saying that okay i want to start he helps me with that 
get and when you have the commander training you personally what else would you want so yeah that's that's pretty much for me that's pretty much it for me but then i just want to say that you're only as good as you are honest but you can take out but can you take out time like today to just say let me be honest to myself i just want to put it on the record that i'm not saying that sex is bad no i believe that sex is actually good but sex is like fire fire is great but like fire it needs to be contained if it's out of like proper containment then it becomes really dangerous same too with the other things for some it's not sex or porn or anything sexual all of that heck it could even be drugs for like it could be any real vice like that but the real thing to note is why why am i doing this find that wound and address it you need to find that wound and address a warrior so that you don't bleed out of your armor and lose yourself to the enemy this is a war it's not a battle will there be hard times yes will you experience mad withdrawal anxiety yes will there be painful relationships and relationship breakups yes will it be worth it doing all of this will it be worth it absolutely more than you can ever imagine so let's not sacrifice our position of power for a few flings of ecstasy here and there right so to round it all up do you remember that woman that was at the well in samaria with everything she wasn't satisfied but only got truly satisfied when she met jesus and her life took a turn for the better so yes let's all meet jesus with our pain with our hurts with our wounds that we've identified and then drop them at his feet receive the mercy and the grace needed to live holy and live with renewed beauty and no ashes and i just pray that god will just work in our lives that's why i like to pray that prayer god should work in and through us because there's just so much that could be done let's pray our god we just thank you thank you lord for the grace to share your word thank you lord for boldness thank you for your mercy thank you lord for your forgiveness thank you lord because we are new creatures in you Lord, especially, thank you, Lord, for your word. You said in Jeremiah 17, 14, you said, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. Lord, we commit everybody that's, that is wounded in one way or another, asking, Lord, for your, for your mercy, Lord, that, Lord, you please come and touch our hearts. Come and help us in whatever struggle that we're dealing with, for those that are dealing with porn addictions, with sexual addictions, drugs different things oh lord you know our hearts you see us you, see, you said in your word that you see the hearts man looks at the outward but you see the inner so lord ask that you please just come and move over us lord search us work in us through us and just come and have your way lord lord we're dropping all our ashes at your feet lord please give us beauty we're dropping all our hurt all our anxiety lord Please come and have your way in our lives, Lord, and do what only you can do. Restore us, rebuild us. Just take control of everything concerning us. And at the end of the day, may all glory be unto your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.
so this was really fun um i think this is the most fun um one till date for misha i don't know if this is longer sorry if it's way long though but yeah so thanks a lot for staying tuned I, I really want to say thanks to everyone that has reached out thus far um it's been really it's been really it um i'm super grateful and i'm also grateful to god like for hearing stories and seeing how god is just like working in and through people through this season and um yeah so i've been making a mistake um someone called me out on it that i hadn't been sharing my handles or my like a means of contact on the podcast so if you want to reach out you know you just want to pray you want to talk about something you have something that's on your mind or you have like an idea maybe you want to collaborate or just whatever it is that shall need to reach out so you can reach out on twitter i think my twitter handle is at n n for nidu as n f o r n e d u then on instagram it's um c h y c h y underscore n e d u that's chai underscore nidu email if you really want to email me um chinedu chris okafor at gmail.com so yeah that's it i hope to hear from you guys soon thank you so much god bless you remember you're a warrior and this is the reason army we're learning to grow and walk on water together so yeah you're not alone okay peace